0: wish to promote you, Mr. Presley. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about my war. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis is a big, messy biopic about the king of rock and roll. It features a superb performance by Austin Butler in the title role and a weird, off-putting performance by Tom Hanks playing Colonel Tom Parker. And look, Elvis was a larger-than-life performer and the film does touch greatness at times but it's ultimately a shallow but gloriously mess of a movie. I have an announcement to make. One of our students, Finney Blake, was abducted. The Black Phone is a very good supernatural thriller that feels like a Stephen King movie, probably because it was written by his son. This is the story of a boy who was abducted and how he manages to do battle with his kidnapper, who's played creepily by Ethan Hawke. Now I won't spoil anything, but if you like atmospheric ghost story thrillers, Black Phone is very good. Do you hoop? Hoop, Basketball. And finally, Rise is the dramatized story of Giannis Antetokounmpoz and his brothers as they go from the playgrounds of Greece to NBA superstardom. It's an uplifting story that's all about basketball, but really, it's about the power of family. They can knock us down, but they can't stop us from getting back up. And that's what's new this week at the Movies, I'm Shami Bride the Movie Guy.
1: Of course, Sean McBride, the movie guy, drops by every week to talk to us about what's new at the box office. So this is a week that a lot of people have been waiting for. No names, Macy Meyer. but uh, <laughs> and, and, and I don't think it has anything to do with her love of Elvis Presley. I'm just guessing.
0: Uh, not that I don't <laughs> like Elvis Presley. I I like who's playing Elvis Presley That's in this movie. That's not what really? I thought was but driving <laughs> this
1: all together. I mean, this is nothing new. Movie makers and and, and the man who makes this movie also comes with doing. a little bit of a reputation. Lund, right, exactly. Yeah, in Moulin and, Rouge, made, among others. Exactly,
0: so. In The Great Gatsby, the last one he yeah. did. So he's, yeah. he's a man who knows how to make very interesting, visually appealing movies. Ironically, the, this movie gets made because Tom Hanks it signs on and that's the movie star we're selling it on Hmm. I think Tom Hanks is the worst part of this movie, honestly. Ooh, really? But I do think Austin Butler, who Macy seems to be very interested <laughs> in, I think he's very good. This is a star-making turn. This is the Elvis bio- biography. I, I don't know. Do people really need to know these events? I mean, do they not know what's going on? Oh, I think and you then,
1: have a lot of generations that don't, though. Well,
0: that's kind of an interesting thing because I, I, I go, well, I know all of this. And Elvis's life was so big that there's no way you can fit it all into a two and a half hour movie almost two hours 40 minutes here it is a long movie and a lot of stuff gets left out i mean he's his military service kind of happens he mentions it and it's done his his 10 years in hollywood all those movies he makes Mm -hmm. yeah it's a montage and then we move on well
1: well, let me ask you this To, to to clarify some for a lot of people who maybe don't read the trades or don't know about is this a musical
0: uh, no, I wouldn't say though. He does. He does sing. Obviously, it's Elvis and stuff. And a lot of the of his music is is mixed with some modern stuff, which is kind of interesting. You hear some Doja Cat sneaks into. Yeah. Yeah. Hound Dog, oh yeah. You know? And uh, yeah. I I think there's some interesting things. It's it's Lerman. He's always been anachronistic and played around mm-hmm. with the form. I think visually it's great and stuff like that. My problem, like I said, is is Hanks. I, I don't think he works well. He does this hmm. weird character. Yeah. It's not that he overacts, he's doing it in this weird accent, and he's layered under, he's in a fat suit, and so he doesn't really get the chance to act. But, you know, the big point is he's just, I don't care about his character. I liked Austin Butler. Give me more right. of that. Right. now. Baz Lerman has told us there's a four-hours director's cut that's what? coming out. Well, I was going to ask you, <laughs> yeah. too. We've
1: talked about this numerous times. You know, I always say we are we live in an age now where you have episodic television, mm-hmm. which I sing, think serves storytelling so much better. Absolutely. Yeah. That instead yeah. of having to go, okay, you got an hour and a half to tell you this story, now you've got 10 mm-hmm. hours. If exactly. to tell HBO yeah. had
0: gone and said, we'll give you 10 hours and we'll give you the budget, or Apple, who has unlimited yeah. budgets, right. uh, they could have told the whole story. They could have told the whole Hollywood years. You know the stuff with Priscilla gets a short shrift as well. Uh, There's a lot of things that kind of just don't make the cut Mm -hmm. and I think they needed to. That being said, I I did enjoy it. I appreciated this, you know, what he got into Mm -hmm. the two hour and 40 minutes. I I think he does a good job. Like I said, visually it's great. Austin Butler's great. Uh, Some of it just kind of falls flat.
1: Okay. You know what the litmus test is? Would you see it again?
0: The real litmus test for me is I came home and I was not singing Elvis songs. Uh And I'm the person that always will start singing that. And I thought, oh, that's not a good Uh
1: sign.
0: See, that's funny because I have the Doja Cat song stuck in my head because Uh it's all over the Internet right now for advertising for the movie. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and I think, though, it will also be driven by a lot of people like Macy because I was telling Mm -hmm. you at my house it's the same thing. I don't think it's so much, oh, I love Elvis, as Mm -hmm. much as they want to see this actor Mm -hmm. in this particular role and Mm -hmm. see how he he comes out uh, in it. Okay, so But this is not the only movie opening this weekend.
0: And quite frankly, this is the worst of the three. But it's the biggest of the bunch. So uh, I I would say the best of them is also in theaters. It's called The Black Phone. It's Ethan Hawke. This is written by a guy named Joe Hill. And if you didn't know that he is the son of Stephen King, just look at this trailer and you can tell yeah. this is, you know, it looks like a Stephen King movie. It looks like a very good Stephen King movie and it is. This is a story set in Denver instead of Maine, you know, but it's the story of these missing kids. Um, somebody's been grabbing them. They call him the grabber. And uh, it's this story of this one boy and he's been abducted from this kidnapper. Mm-hmm. There's a phone on the wall and the phone is not connected to anything. The cord's been cut. Nevertheless, he's able to use that phone to contact people. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it's got yeah. that super, supernatural okay. thing, and it's got that young protagonist, and it's got Ethan Hawke in a creepy, creepy mask. Um, mm-hmm. That You could sell this movie off the mask alone. I think this is a really good thriller slash ghost story. If, if you like those old timey Stephen King movies, if you like Stranger Things, you know, right. mm-hmm. although yeah. it's rated R, let's be honest here. Right. So, I, I think this is really well done. This is the best film out this week.
1: Now, it's interesting that, you, you know, that you would say that. I, I had no idea Stephen King's son was a writer yeah. that, yeah. you know, was, was writing he's, in kind of the same genre.
0: He, he's changed his name so he's not piggybacking on his father's success, but boy. (laughs) He's obviously learned some tricks. Well, I will also say, you know, uh, look at that mask. (laughs) Wow, that is scary. Yeah,
1: I was going to say he has done some great work lately, you know, uh, Hawk ass. I mean, Uh, look at some of the stuff he's done Uh, in the third film.
0: The third film is over on Disney Plus. It's a film called Rise Mm -hmm. and it is the dramatized story of Yanis Atatokounmpo. I can't say his last name. That was pretty good. That That was uh, pretty pretty close. close enough. there you go. Uh, The uh, two time MVP of the NBA and it's him growing up in Greece his family uh, migrated from Nigeria and Mm. they went to Greece Uh, really it's a a basketball story but really it's a story about family and migrating and not being legal in their country so it's an immigrant story they're always worried about the police being there and the problem is if he and his brothers Mm -hmm. get too notable for basketball, will the police come and and deport them? So I, I think it really works well. I think there's a lot of fun stuff in there. I love that there's also, it's a very religious story. There's a wonderful moment at the end where it's the two brothers, they are praying, and the agent prays with them and then they cut to the mother on the other side of the world and she's praying. Oh. Um, it's really kind of kind of a sweet thing, but I will say if you have young kids who are basketball fans and you're here for a sports movie, just be aware that there are a couple of scenes where immigration police are breaking down the doors and the family is fleeing in terror. There's a scene later on where, the, where one brother has to pick up the younger brother and run f- to escape. That is right. not something that a four year old kid's sure. going right. to process easily. Yeah. But that being said, the basketball, the family, the faith, I think this but is. But it a sounds really like, different. I mean, it's
1: a, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a sports movie with a story. So yeah. many times it's just a sports movie about sports. So. I would say
0: it's a family movie with sports. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so so it's like so
1: interesting that. with the brothers
0: all kind of being a yeah, huge success. Three I I mean, of them made it to the NBA, exactly.
1: And it's a contemporary story at the same time, which is kind of cool. All right, Sean, anything else we need to talk about? Well, I didn't review it but Beavis and Butthead uh, do the like I guess <laughs> is there anything else
0: we should talk about? Look, it is gonna be a good month. We're coming on July. Next week we have Minions mm-hmm. and then we have Thor the week after Love and Ooh. Thunder. And then the week after that we have Where the Crawdads Sing. Right. And the week after that we have Nope. I mean there is a good heavy hitter movie every week. I'm very and, excited. And the
1: other month. thing, the other side of that is we'll also start seeing these movies that were out a month ago coming to streaming services Mm -hmm. so that if you miss them at the theater, you'll be able to see them. Enjoy
0: at home. Right, Sean,
1: thank you. Appreciate it. This (laughs) might be a weekend you want to go to the theater just to escape the heat.